Hello friends, uh, this is John Farola. Thank you for joining me on today's uh, broadcast of C-Tribe Global Community. It's been a ride you know, and I love every moment and every minute. So, we're reading from Psalms 23 all through this month. I'll be expounding on the scripture as it pertains to faith. So, we've discussed faith for finance, faith for consistency. So, this one is titled Faith That Cannot Be Resisted. So, I would advise if you missed any of this, you can revisit your past episodes or past broadcasts for um, impartation and for actively getting the message. You know, we all need to remind ourselves about what it is that we believe. And they say faith comes by hearing. Right? Okay, so I read. Psalms 23 breakdown. The Lord is my shepherd. I saw it online and it explains each line of the scripture. It's a very fantastic um, knowledge. I think the Android is as fishers men, fishers at fishers of men 21 or so. So I'm giving them credit for their work actually. But I loved every single detail of breaking down each line, even though. I have a different topic to talk about, but I want to touch it before touching it, talking about any, any, any other thing. So the, when, when you say the Lord is my shepherd, it is equals to a relationship. When you say I shall not want, that is, you will be in supply. It makes me lie down in green pastures, that is rest. That means that you are rested in God. It leads me beside quiet waters, that is refreshment. It restores my soul, healing sustenance it guides me in part of righteousness that is guidance and security in him for his name's sake for the purpose of his own integrity even though i walk through the valley of the shadow of death trials and, tri- and tribulations testings i will fear no evil protection for you are with me, that is faithfulness, that God will be with you through all seasons and times. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me, that is discipline. That means that every time you go out of line, God has the right to discipline and judge you. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. That's hope and dominion. Hope, dominion, restoration. You anoint my head with oil. That is consecration and anointing. Consecration and anointing or selection. My cup overflows. Abundance. Surely goodness and mercy, surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. This surely, that means your your guaranteed blessings on the days of your life. And I will draw in the house of the Lord that is security forever because to eternity. So I saw this online and it was I had to just share with the family, anyways. It's on my page on Instagram. Um, for now, all I I use my page on Instagram for all broadcasts of all that I do, especially this at Seed Tribe community, which there's a handle for at Seed Tribe community, global community rather. So the Andrew is at DC Tribe. 
so i'll go straight into the message faith that cannot be resisted in as much as i want to build a case for an indestructible faith there's only one book that has been the bestseller and indestructible you see your faith is the anchor of your existence the bible is a is an autobiography of people's lives mistakes strength with victory and crowning god is a great custodian of wisdom so the bible says wisdom is defense and money is defense it also says that the gospel is the power and wisdom of god wow do you see the correlation between the gospel is the power and wisdom of god and the bible saying in the old testament in the book of proverbs precisely that wisdom is different and money is different i want to connect it with the book of deuteronomy i think it's 18 or 16 that says that it is god that gives you power to create wealth that means that there's a connection between power and money It's a connection between power and money. So, my deduction why most people who believe in God don't get money in the faith is because power without wisdom will not sustain wealth. See, you can pray and fast, God will release power for you to get wealth, and a door opens, an opportunity comes your way, you make money. I hope you know that in this kingdom we make money by offering services or providing solutions to a problem. So, everybody in this kingdom thrives on the power of instruction. Whatever he tells you to do opens doors for you. Whatever he guides you to, or whomever he tells you to go meet, you know, uh, open doors for you. That's how the kingdom works. About instruction, our currency is instruction. So, the reason why a lot of people pray and fast and still wallow in poverty is because it is God's responsibility to prosper you, not yours. When you pray and you fast, power is released for you to prosper, but it is your responsibility to multiply your resources at every different stage of your life through recessions through uncertainties through all seasons of life it's your responsibility to understand the times and seasons like the sons of Issachar so you can put your resources into judicious use to ensure that through times and seasons you are on top of your king I had to learn this through a difficult path I don't want you to go through that process that's why I'm sharing this wisdom with you. So, you have already been said before that it is God's power that creates wealth. So, because all human beings have a purpose that is beyond faith and creation, God is committed to all humanity, with or without their permission. His blessings falls on both the wicked and the good, like the sun. Yet, we have an unfair advantage, which is the capacity to use our blessings to create you to create good in our society. An indestructible faith is one that guarantees that your life expectancy rate is 70. 
if stronger 80 if blessed 120 god is not mocked whatsoever a man sows that's what you reap if you sow good you reap good if you sow evil you reap evil the end game for god for good and evil is that good can guarantee your ticket to eternity and the presence of god that's why colonius was baptized by the spirit and saved simultaneously to be godly is to be able to all alternate between good and evil as the situation permits how do i mean by this so listen carefully so you don't miss the wisdom in this to be godly is to be able to alternate between good and evil as the situation permits now not everything that happens in your life is going to be good so how do you navigate times where evil things are happening how do you stand strong when things that you didn't anticipate are happening in your life because we've made you realize that a life without christ is without christ is full of crisis that's a big lie life itself is full of challenges problems but the only thing that christ guaranteed is that you are an overcomer that you would overcome that should be of good cheer that through everything you could for you to overcome so okay For example, Jesus had to judge the folks who turn the house of God to personal business as against the business of God. He responded with anger because only anger is the antidote of judging evil. There was a day I was pissed at some evil done to me and god told me that this is that i should hold my peace that he would defend he would dispense the clap back that evil understands good cannot triumph over evil it takes god to overcome evil i repeat good cannot triumph over evil it takes god to overcome evil it takes your anointing to be a good person if you see anybody doing good naturally, it's not just because they feel like doing good at all the time. It shows that that person is possibly in alignment with God. They may not be even be a religious person, but for them to be extensively doing good, it shows that they're in alignment with God in all that they do. Let me tell you, um, we must know that sometimes we must speak the language evil understands. So in every warfare you find yourself, especially spiritual warfare, where you've been shown shaggy, you know, uh, evil only respects superior evil. Evil only respects superior evil. So how can Jesus be above principalities and power? Someone said. See, some evil players will be dispensing evil. So for everyone. Some, so some evil players will be dispensing evil and provided that provided that you don't know the hierarchy of a system 
because the Bible makes us to understand that Jesus Christ, the first son among many, many sons and daughters, is the is the prince of principality. That means that God is the king of all kings, whether evil or good. You know, Jesus is a prince. Jesus Christ is a, is the prince of principality of all principalities. Why that is done is that all of us can have access to someone superior to evil, to someone that will superimpose a judgment against evil. So you always have a leverage, someone to run to, which is Jesus Christ of Nazareth that died on the cross of Calvary. For everyone saying a nation can be Islamized, what we see in Turkey and Syria was a judgment from the Creator. We need, as much as I want to sympathize or probably um, connect with their humanity, there's always a reason why that things happen. God was speaking, God was correcting something. If you take properly, Turkey and Syria was where Apostle Paul deposited most of the gospel but right now they really don't practice christianity but there are some christians there though so i really believe in the in the capacity of our god to deal with his own issues so i i really understand why um people fight for god whether you fight for allah or fight, i don't know why you fight for god he can fight his own battles he can deal with people he has it he has his way of settling scores you don't need to be all about looking for ways to get even and i speak from a point of view that i have been through evil and atrocities that are man created that i almost lost my mind you know people can do things to you that you feel like why you why do you have to go through this so i just want you to know that Anything that is permitted in your life is because God wants to prove himself as God. You know, what was Job's or Joseph's business with the series of afflictions that they went through? God had to take them through seasons and times to forge them. But it was painful and it was hurtful because it was people that were close to them that did things that they didn't expect. You know, when people hurt you that you don't know, it's easier to forget. But those that you feel that they know you better, do things to you that you can't even... You're like, where is this coming from? So... A judgment from the Creator for the sake of clarity. Jesus judges evil with subjection to the authority of good. When the Bible says the lion of the tribe of Judah does not run away from any in battle, it simply means that we must choose our battles well. Because if you are going into any battle with God's presence, God is not ready to expend his energy on anything that will not bring glory back to him. And on anything that will not bring glory back to so choose your battle. It's not like because you know that God is with you, you can't fight in a panda. 
so we must choose our battle well with the confidence of victory. Even unexpected battles, when they happen, victory is guaranteed. You have an unfair advantage. You have an unfair ad- advantage. So you must understand this every time. You must understand it every time. You have, you have an unfair advantage that makes you a living word like Jesus. The Bible is still being written, but in this case, it is written in heaven as a book of life. Our stories have been documented. Our mistakes, our errors have been documented. What people don't see about us, what we think people don't know about us, our history, our origin, you know, the genealogy of every issue you've ever had is documented. That is why you need the Holy Spirit through all battles of life because He knows all things. You know, our lives can be the reason why somebody lives forever in eternity simply because we touched lives whether indirectly or directly whether through the expression of our anointing through the expression of your mandate on earth through the expression of your exploit in business your exploit in politics your exploit in every any industry you are called to what you must understand is that light shines brighter and therefore gives other lights to shine forth give them permission to to shine forth we've been taught that light needs to be conservative but really i think that sometimes light needs to show off so that other snoozing lights wake up will wake up to their responsibility of being a light you know i used to say this and i think i've said online recently i said i figured that light itself because it's conservative darkness is not feeling important in the presence of light so because that's why a lot of issues are happening within families people don't know that there are really successful families out there simply because light is conservative people hide their victories hide their testimonies hide the things that god has done for them so we focus more on what God has not done. We focus more on the things that God is yet to do, or probably on the things that are going bad in our lives. And we amplify that to project that so many things are not working. Whereas the things that God is doing, we don't pay attention to it as much as we pay attention to the things that are not working. So check yourself. Conclusion. If you leave your if you leave your faith your faith in god lives in you you are indestructible over good and evil good too can lead to self-destruction solomon was seeking more powers from dead spirit because he had vested interest in many women and power so there's a reason why he advised about professor 31 because kings only rule with Proverbs 31 coin. So I want to say this to you, please. I remember the day Mike Jackson died. I was in a friend's house, and his dad said, 
it was joy that killed him and it sounded strange to me i didn't understand what he meant by that i realized that everything in this life requires an equilibrium there must be a proportional um degree to which you experience everything in life or else you move out of hand so there are certain things that are good that's what the bible says it's not everything that is expedient it's not everything that is it's not everything that is okay that is expedient you get so there are certain things like now your pursuit of god shouldn't just be about power should not be that i want to acquire something i want to be this i want to be that that is why this uh, this has changed my goal setting objective or perspective forever instead of focusing on things i focus on who i will become i focus on the end game i focus on the things that i know that you know there can be changes as time but because we focus on things we feel like we're not achieving our objective so we get discouraged and give up on our dreams focus on who you are becoming the process may vary and in that process the things you think will happen in such time might not happen as expected so focus on what god is doing in your life and through your life rather than focus on what is not working in your life that's why we complain and murmuring can prevent us from entering the promised land so in all things give thanks even if it's difficult say thank you lord even you are even you are in pain be grateful to god Thanksgiving has the power to translate your situation into a new beginning. Thanksgiving has the power to change a mess into a message. Be grateful for everything you go through in life. Be grateful. I pray that the indestructible seed of God sown into you will help you stand strong over good and evil. Live triumphantly. Live in dominion in Jesus' mighty name. I have prayed. Amen.